The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations. And whether you're working in the field or investing in it, you need to know what's happening. We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. Hey there, it's Tuesday, March 29th, 2022. I'm your host, Catherine Cole, and here's the latest. This past Friday, we reported that the United States House of Representatives would be voting on the MORE Act this week. MORE stands for Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement. Specifically, the House Rules Committee would first be voting on it before it moved on to the House floor for an official vote by the Senate. Well, Monday, the House Rules Committee postponed that hearing until later this week. It's now scheduled for Wednesday, March 30th. Also, several congressional leaders filed five proposed amendments to the MORE Act. The proposals covered marijuana penalties, product restrictions, and the effects of this legalization policy. Even though the House Rules Committee hearing on the MORE Act has been postponed a few days, the Senate still has it on their schedule, so it's possible that we may still see a full Senate vote on it this week. We have some encouraging news on the cannabis market for those states who saw a bit of a slump this past year. BDSA, a business analytics firm which specializes in cannabis markets worldwide, issued a press release detailing their new tracking system's latest insights into the recent trends in U.S. cannabis sales, and it's positive news. BDSA's chief commercial officer, Jessica Lucas, said that their new rapid retail sales tracking system shows that there's been a strong recovery with positive week-over-week growth in February and March. January had a small drop in sales for a few states, but that turned around in February and has been increasing ever since then in states such as California, Colorado, Illinois, Massachusetts, and Oregon. Arizona did not see the weekly increases, but the market did stabilize there. Ms. Lucas further said that BDSA's report shows that they do expect this growth to accelerate throughout 2022, especially in the new and emerging markets. The state of Hawaii's Department of Health has issued a press release on an expansion to their medical marijuana program on the island of Maui. Maui-grown therapies has been given approval to open its third retail store. Their new location in Makawao began sales on Friday, March 25th. This will be the fourth dispensary for the island of Maui and the 19th for the state of Hawaii. As of February of this year, the state had a little over 34,000 medical marijuana patients, with 6,500 of them being on the island of Maui. So that fourth dispensary will be a great resource for those residents. For tourists wondering if they can access the dispensaries, yes, but with some restrictions. You must apply in advance, and there is a $50 application fee. You also must have your state's government-issued identification card. A doctor's recommendation letter will not be accepted. But, with a little planning, you can get your temporary medical marijuana card and be able to access the dispensaries to use while visiting the Aloha State. Like most states that legalize adult-use cannabis, Michigan gave municipalities the choice to participate in allowing cannabis businesses in their jurisdiction or not. Those who opted in are seeing a financial windfall from the tax revenue. 
The state's Regulation and Taxation of Marijuana Act stipulated a portion of cannabis tax revenue received would be distributed to the cities that opted into the program. And the Cannabis Business Times reported that cities and counties which did will each be getting a share in the $42.2 million which was collected from last year's adult-use cannabis sales and set aside for this program. There were a total of 160 municipalities that participated. Each of them will receive $56,453.44 for each and every retail store or microbusiness licensed within their jurisdictions. Many of these municipalities had combined jurisdictions. For example, the city of Ann Arbor had 25 licensees, so that city is going to receive $1.4 million. Then the county where Ann Arbor is located will also receive credit for those 25 licensees, plus credit for the other licensees located elsewhere in Washington County, so they'll receive $1.8 million. As cannabis sales grew from 2020 to 2021, the amount that each municipality received was about double from the year before. Besides these municipalities getting a portion of the tax revenue, some other programs that benefited from cannabis sales tax were schools and transportation funds. Each of those received just under $50 million. Michigan Licensing and Regulatory Affairs Director Ander Brisbow said, It's rewarding to see that the agency's balanced regulatory approach is effectively protecting consumers while still allowing Michigan businesses to grow and thrive. Given these numbers, the places which chose not to allow cannabis businesses must certainly be considering changing their minds. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates and follow us on themnewsnow.com. Later.